Hey there, my name's Ryan Whitley, and I'm an Episcopal priest in the Diocese of Southwest Florida, where I have the privilege of serving as rector of St. Thomas Church in St. Petersburg. I want to tell you the story of the summer I started reading Westerns. Before I do that, though, there's a few things you should know about me. Probably like all of you, I lead a fairly busy life. It is full of the everyday noise of being a husband and a father, leading a congregation, and participating in community. Needless to say, finding time to be still, finding space in which to be quiet, is hard. Finding God in those brief moments of quiet stillness? Well, let's just say that even for this priest, those moments are the exception, not the rule. But I don't blame God for that. The other thing that's important for you to know about me is that I am a voracious reader of fiction. I've got a particular soft spot for short stories, even though novels and I have been going steady for a lot longer. But I'd never read a silly thing like a Western. I stuck to other silly things like fantasy, sci-fi, and horror. Once I was asked by a parishioner why I read that kind of stuff. Why didn't I read more about real life? My answer was quick-fired and perhaps a little too caustic. I said, because my whole world is your real-life stuff. When I relax, I want to read about wizards throwing fireballs, dogfighting spaceships, and Cthulhu rising. Thank you very much. So, yeah, I'd never read a silly thing like a Western. But then this past summer, my family and I took a trip to Yellowstone and Grand Teton National Parks. I had once attended a church conference in San Francisco, had once stayed a couple of weeks in Seattle a while back. Beyond that, I had never spent any time in the American West. But this past summer, I heard the voice of God whispering in endless prairies rumbling between soaring mountains and frolicking over the wild, sage-covered hills. And it was the voice of peace and perfect contentment. If I'd been otherwise unencumbered, I might have stayed forever. Have you ever been caught up by the majesty of place like that? Have you ever been silenced by beauty? stilled by an overwhelming sense of divine creation, rendered motionless by color, in palette you've never before associated with earth or sky or sea. If you have, you know what I felt like. If you have, you have stood where Elijah stood. After our trip, I desperately wanted to hold on to my experience. And so, I turned to the one tried and true way I knew, story. With no small amount of trepidation, I researched the very best Westerns to read and set to it. There is an inherent need to be still when you read, to have quiet both externally and internally. This need is more deeply felt when you read outside your comfort zone. So turn off your phone. Resist the temptation to play music. Move away from your TV. 
be still, and let the words of another, perhaps even from a bygone era, reverberate across time and space and enter your soul with their wisdom. God has spoken to those writers, and now through them, God speaks to you. It reminds me of Psalm 62. Once God has spoken, twice have I heard it. This power belongs to God. Bless the artists who interpret the truth of God meted out to us in varied and unusual ways. A short while after returning home, I was in the car with one of my closest friends. He and I were in a men's book club together, and it was time to select the theme for our next cycle of books. He asked what I thought would be a good one, and I, perhaps too quickly or selfishly, said, The American West. But this resonated with him, a native Oregonian. And as the organizer of the book club, he decided that would be our next theme. He picked the first book, a sweeping, magisterial history of the region in the 19th century. But I never finished reading it, and neither did he. The cancer that had been eating away at him for the past five years was able to be held at bay no longer. In my mind's eye, I see the book he picked sitting next to his hospital bed. I see his family and friends gathered around him. I can still feel the stillness of that room, the stillness that came between bouts of angry denial and terrifying sadness, the stillness that came from exhaustion, the holiness of the moments that precede death. As Christians, we connect death to new life. We look for the resurrection of the dead. In Advent, we are waiting for that life. We are waiting on the holiness of the Nativity, yes, but we are also waiting on Christ's ultimate return, when the dead shall be raised at the last blast of the trumpet. Advent, with its longer nights and deeper shadows, is a time for waiting and stillness, for reflection and for quiet. Perhaps this Advent is also a time for you to take up a new book, learn from a different kind of story. I will forever connect the stillness I felt on our trip out west with the stillness of reading an entirely new kind of story, with the stillness of my friend's death. It was the summer of many things slowing down and coming into sharper focus. Because you may be wondering, of the westerns I read, the two very best were Butcher's Crossing by John Williams and Lonesome Dove by Larry McMurtry. And that's the story of how I started reading westerns. God bless you this Advent. Reverberation of the Spirit is a production of Trinity Episcopal Cathedral in Portland, Oregon. Music for this podcast was performed by Dr. Catherine Webb. 
For more information, go to www.trinity-episcopal.org.